This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Honestly Unfiltered with Carrie and Jenny, our Bachelor Recap Edition. Today, I am joined here, as always, for these Bachelor Recaps with my co-host, Carrie Routh, and by my lovely sister, Alex Thomas. Hello, everybody. Ladies, how are you doing this evening? I'm a lot of things after Clayton and his fantasy suites. I just want to start out by saying thank you, Jenny, for teaching me the tool that I think everybody should know, which is if you want to go back to the beginning in GarageBand, podcasters, newbies like myself, listen up. You just have to press the enter button twice. Thanks to Jenny, I now have saved so much time not having to scroll back. And watch, I'm probably the only person that was that dumb not to know, but it is a life changer. So thank you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> where where do we want to start? You know, I gotta say, it couldn't have been easy for these girls to sit there when they all came rolling one by one in with their bedhead and with Rachel smiling from ear to ear. That be it. She was very coy. I just have such respect for Rachel in the way that she went to the girls. You know, three the three finalists are probably three of the least dramatic contestants that there were this season and inevitably that scene was awkward but like as awkward as it would be for anyone it wasn't like you know extra awkward because of of them it's like they made the best of an awkward situation and I just thought she displayed such class when she came in and said you know I respect all of you I don't really know how we're going to maneuver this uncomfortable position where we're all dating the same person and what details to share. It's kind of like, let's just be open and honest about the fact that this is really uncomfortable. And I, I just, what a, what a great way to handle it. Um, I, I just, I love that about her here. It's not for me. It's not, I mean, spoiler alert, everyone, Clayton fucked Gabby and Rachel, Mm -mm. but the thing is, having sex is not my problem. My problem that infuriates me with this dude is that he's telling them he loves them. Right. And is using the words, I have no reservations. Ugh. So he is essentially like saying, you're the fucking winner. I know. And that's... What is so like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he started fucking blowing the fuck up when Susie said, hey, bro, like, mm -hmm. I don't know your deal. But like, if you're sleeping with other women, like, that's an issue for me. He gaslit the fuck out of her and tried to make it her fault. And I caught him saying that if he would have known that, if he wouldn't have slept with the other women, if he would have known that was a deal breaker. Yeah. But I have not heard no. one person talk about no. him saying that. 
Right. My heart just really, really hurt for Susie because I could just feel her moral dilemma when you not only feel a certain way with your values, but you've also said them out loud in these confessionals that you just don't think you would be able to get past Clayton sleeping with other people, which I think, you know, to each their own. Like on other podcasts and stuff I've listened to, nobody brought up like Clayton legit said he wouldn't have slept with the other women if that if he knew that was a deal breaker. Well, and if you my thing is, is if you're so and maybe men operate differently, but Clayton has from what I read before the season started, he has a reputation of being a fuck boy and fucking around and being a frat boy. And he just unfortunately showed proved everyone right. Yeah. And right. So basically you fucked them to fuck them knowing that you were going to end up with Susie or you thought you were going to. Well, and then he's like, well, I didn't know. Well, then maybe you should have asked Clayton if she was if you were so into her. Why weren't you like, hey, girl, Susie Q, you care if I cock cock a lot, whatever. Right. Like, if it was reversed, how would he feel? I mean, like, I'm fine with that being her jam because she's transparent about it. Mm hmm. But then the bitch only admitted to one at first. Yeah, he lied. And then tried slipped to. up in the heat of the moment when mm-hmm. he was all pissed off at his personal choices. And then admitted it was both. But then he shooed Susie off. Susie didn't do anything wrong. No. Others were okay with the exploration of other relationships. And I think it's just preference. I don't think that either is wrong or right but I just felt so bad that she was like apologizing to Clayton when he's basically ripping her apart for his actions it just I by the when she was when she was walking to the car and he was stomping like a child to make her leave And she was just, the poor thing was just going, I'm just so sorry. I'm sorry. I ruined this. I'm so sorry, Clayton. And he was just acting like a fucking dick. I wanted to send Susie a direct message and say, I am so sorry. I want to give you a hug. I was so upset. And last night we, we, we did the Women Till All podcast. And by the time that was up, it was pretty late. And then I wanted to watch it. I recorded it. It was 2 a.m. I was so upset and so mad. I could not sleep. I was so disturbed. I I was like shaking this morning. So my bulleted notes, the fucking shit that motherfucker pulled with Susie was beyond disgusting. I'm so pissed off by the way he treated Susie. I can barely speak. I could barely type my notes. And... It also just shows how Clayton acts when Clayton doesn't get his way. I just, I could just sense. It's like, okay, I I don't want to give up on this, but you did something that I've already said and felt like I couldn't get past. And it just like, it's like, it sucks that you did it, but I feel bad that now I have to 
pull the trigger on this, even though it's your actions. You want to see what somebody is? Yep, we got it right there. Well, I, it's interesting because I actually tweeted that. And I said something to the effect of, and this was brought up on a podcast that I listened to. I can't remember which one when it they were talking about Danielle and Nick. And they said that maybe Danielle picked a fight that day in the in the in the hotel in Mexico mm. just so she could see how Nick fights. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're getting into in a relationship with somebody when everything is great. When you know there's gonna be an issue is when you see how they fight. Yep. When you, and he if this is how he fights and how he acts in an argument in a confrontation, you don't want any part of that. He is toxic. How dare he blame her because he had a hard dick? Right. Shame on you. Yeah, if you loved her that much, you wouldn't have fucked those other girls. No. I was listening to Nick Vial's podcast today. I listened and, to it today, too. Uh, and and he when he talked about how when he went to the fantasy suites, the girl he wanted to propose to and who he did mm -hmm. they always put last because they know they're trying to stir the shit pot well and, he said like they'll sit there and you know whispering putting shit like they did put in Susie's ear probably for two days they gassed her up is what he said quote yeah. unquote and he said that even though it was difficult, he didn't have sex with those women because, one, he didn't want to lead them on. And mm. two, he knew that once he proposed and got into the real world and began That's a, a relationship, ramification of it. Yes, that it would cause problems for him in the future. So he, as much as he knew... He said the girls that he was with probably would have had sex with him, knowing they weren't the winner because you're being in the bubble all that time. And mm -hmm. you know, I'm summarizing, but he made it. He said it was difficult, but he didn't do it for those reasons, mm -hmm. because he said when it gets down to it, you listen to it, that at some point you have to click out of I'm the bachelor mentality and this is the bubble and think about the, the real world. Mm hmm. Okay, here's my theory. So because we got that I love you shots from Clayton and all that bullshit, do you think the producers were like, you know, gassing him up? You know, just live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Do what you are feeling right then. It, you know what? Yeah, it'll get filmed, but it doesn't mean it'll get shown. Mm-hmm. You know, all this other bullshit. You'll see the final edit, you know. Yep. But let's see how these goes. We need to have all this footage mm -hmm. in case at the end you end up with her instead of her. And then they fucked him. They did. They fucked him hard. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, only because I do think Clayton is naive. Mm-hmm. And... I think he has very much been a bobblehead through this process. And, you know, I i mean, the producers did a good job. They did their job. But it's really kind of sad because I really do think that's how the fuck he ended up in this hot, shitty mess. Mm-hmm. Oh, because 100%. it also said, he said, I knew something was going to, you know, whatever, 
however he worded it, I don't know. I blacked out. But, you know, like he knew something was fucking bad going to happen. So that also just, it tells me that they were pumping him up. Let your guard down. Be in the moment. Be there. We'll get these shots. La, la, la. And then it dawned on him when Susie's like, hey, cocks a lot. What's up? Mm-hmm. I I almost wonder too, like if he said the women never know. We don't tell them. Yep. We don't tell them if you've been with someone or I'm telling you, they I don't know. Like tr- maybe Clayton is all of these things. Maybe. I mean, obviously he has a temper, as we can see. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to really just wonder what kind of fuckery has been going on behind the scenes and truthfully in the past years you would wonder if that happened and there would be whispers of it but it would it was it was always left unsaid mm-hmm. and it wasn't really until nick Fial was he was the second runner-up on andy dorfman season mm-hmm. that's where he that's where he came into the franchise. Okay. And she wrote in her book that they had sex mm-hmm. and it wasn't very good. And um It's a but, lot of pressure. That's all I'm saying. I'm not Yes. Yes. It was a lot of pressure. I don't think she was really gonna pick him anyway. She was leaning towards Josh, who was a narcissist and a wife beater. That was but that's a whole other story she let nick go before the rose ceremony she went to his hotel room so he mm-hmm. to spare him the embarrassment but uh and then he couldn't he tried reaching out to her because he was just left confused and right. because like we had this night we we had we had sex together we we had this beautiful day and then you know, two days later, you come to my hotel room and you break up with me and they whisk me away and you can't, there's no way to get a hold of her. And right. He had, and he had said he'd been reaching out through producers, trying to get like a conversation with her in private just so he would have clarification. Because yeah. he, was, he was truly heartbroken. And uh, when basically they wouldn't give him anything, but uh, it was on the air live that's when he got to talk to her oh my god and by that point months later he said to her what i'm confused about is why did you make love to me if you weren't gonna pick me and that was like the shot heard around the fucking world (laughs) somebody said it And then he was like, oh, you're slut-shaming her. You called her out. This, no, that. that's, that's a bad... Look, anybody's going to have that question. Yes. Anybody, male yes. or female, right? But I think mm-hmm. even probably, you know... More so a female than a male, which I think is why it came as a surprise. Yeah. You know, but it's it that question could come from anybody. I don't know. Nobody's slut shaming anybody. No. But it comes back to don't make me believe by mm-hmm. your words and actions that I'm your pick. Right. If I'm not your pick, it's okay that I'm not the pick. Uh-huh. There is nothing wrong with that. 
but don't lead somebody to believe you're you've you've they've sealed the deal. Right. Exactly. That's the mind fuck of it all. It I is. I mean, hey, I'm fine. The yoga guys want to talk about it and be like, dude, I'm just fucked up in my head. You still want to hook up? Yeah, we've been here. Might as well. You know, that's cool. But I mean, like, don't sit there and be mm-hmm. like, I'm in love with you. Clay- what Clayton should have done was sympathized or empathized with her and said, Let's go back to the fantasy suite and talk about this in private. And yeah, then but, pleaded his case and been like, I'm sorry, I got wrapped up in the moment. I he and, is and truthfully if, he I don't know. That kind of reaction. I mean, he was victim blaming. I just was so fucking his Lord. His face when she said when she brought it up and put it out there, the demeanor on his face changed. You could see the anger in his face by her even bringing it up. Yeah, I think a lot of us women have been there with gaslighters. It's like the the fault is of the other person, clearly, in their actions, but we have to be the ones to pull the trigger, and it's like ultimately we become... You but could. I, I still, a part of me thinks producers painted a picture to him. Mm-hmm. Like either she would never know or it wasn't a problem or. Right. I don't, I mean, obviously he has no self-control. No, he doesn't. I mean, he, he doesn't. And that's sexually and ragefully. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it is a good point, and it was on the other podcast. They said, dude, if he blew up that day, I'm not doing this verbatim, people. It's me. But, like, <laughs> if he got that pissed that quick with cameras rolling. Right. What's he really got in him? Yes. And exactly. look, I, I can have a hot temper, too. Like, me, too. I get me, it. too. But, dude, she did nothing wrong. No, she was so upset. He really, he, God knows what else he God. said, what that they didn't show, because that, from what I, from what Nick said on his podcast, that whole thing probably stretched out about four hours. I, all I just, I can't even talk about it. No. Because it was so fucking gross. Yeah. It really was. Bachelor, no bachelor. I don't give a fuck. That was gross. It was gross. She was handling herself with grace and poise and saying, this is important to me. And it does make me think, well, goddamn, Clayton, maybe you should have asked a little bit more questions about her thoughts about this shit. Yeah. But he was literally blaming her for fucking two other chicks. And now because she thinks that way, it has ruined it for him. Yeah, she was. And truthfully, she was talking to herself like she was trying to think through the conversation out loud and how mm-hmm. she's saying, I just don't know. I'm just so hurt. How am I going to get past that? I don't understand how you could do that if you really loved me, mm-hmm. which is true. Those are all valid questions. On they the are. flip side of that, 
this isn't the real world. And I do see where if you're truly debating between the three people, you do need to explore that aspect of it to see which one will be a better fit. No pun intended. But but no. (laughs) And that's that's just it. You need to make sure there's that physical chemistry. You do. But like, don't make them think they're it. No. Well, because it was obvious. And another point that was brought up by Nick where he said that he didn't understand how going into it that some of the people that are stars of the show can say that they're actually truly in love with all three people. Oh, yeah. Because he wasn't. It was clear to him in his head who he loved and he cared yeah. for the other women which is why he didn't want to hurt them and and have sex with them but he knew who his who his number one was going to be so he played along and he knew then those women wanted to have sex with him and he had to avoid it you know the mm-hmm. entire night because he didn't want to hurt the one I'm telling you I think Clayton thought he could bang a doc and mm-hmm. then pick Susie I think Clayton is a very much uh, a fuck boy that thinks with his his dick and he has been used to fucking and going through college and his NFL career he's entitled and he was pissed that she had the fucking audacity to call him on it and tell him no like you're some golden god that now I'm uh, that it, the decision I think he, what it is is in his head this is all his decision. This is all his yeah, word. Yes. This is Clayton's law. And Susie threw a wrench in it by saying, eh, not so much. And he acted well, like a child. Well, and then all child. of a sudden he's like, you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. And like basically shoving her out the, you know, into the car. I mean, it was just... Because trust me, as like 20 minutes before that we saw, he's saying, if you truly loved me, you'd go up to the room with me and we'd work this out and we would talk through it because that's what couples do. And he's saying, oh, something clicked off of my head and it's all your fault. You ruined it. Yeah. He's a double standard. He just, he does not like to have to own his actions. Nope. He wants a free pass for everything. Everyone just to be like, oh, yeah, Clayton, you got your short shirts on? Sure, bitch. We'll forgive you. It is. He must have been hanging out with some trifling, sucking fuck hoes, man. Well. Because I'm sorry, Clayton, you're coming up against women that have some fucking. When I say self-respect, I mean knowing what your deal-breaking boundaries are Mm -hmm. and sticking to them. Yeah. If you don't care if he slept with those people, that's fine. It's not a deal breaker for you. Right. But it is for her and she's whole, she's adhering to her values and her belief system she wants to live by. That's what I admire. Me too. It takes a really strong woman to It does. To and say, for me, it's, sorry. it would be whether she, you know, like I said, whether she accepted he had sex or not. It's that she's standing for what she believes in and is not letting some guy throwing a fucking temper tantrum get his way. And, you know, this hasn't this isn't the first time that this issue has been addressed in the Bachelor franchise 
it has been before and quite, you know, quite not so far, not so long time ago, whatever. It's not long ago, I should say. Um, it happened in Pilot Pete's se- season. Mm-hmm. He had this similar issue with Maddie. I think he slept with the other two. And Maddie's issue was that he did the same thing. It's like Clayton learned from the previous, and his season blew up like this. It's like because learn again, from the mistakes. Stop making, stop making people think they're the fucking winner. And are we that surprised? Look at how long he keep kept Shanae along. Yeah. And then he tossed Sarah out for... Um, Way less offenses. For if you want to be truthful, the bottom line as to why he tossed Sarah, it wasn't because she was showboating with the girls. It was because she said he cried with her, and I don't think he wanted to wor- the world to know that he cried with somebody. It was a manly thing. Oh, uh, it be. was. It wasn't. Yeah, it was about him. It wasn't about that and everything's about him yes it was about his character but let's look at clayton clayton probably was an athlete star mr all-american in high school then he probably went to college on a scholarship he's hanging with the guys in the locker room Mm -hmm. and he's banging chicks at the frat house and god knows what then he's an nfl draft and he goes to the seahawks who's run by a pete carroll the seahawks head coach is pete carroll that's a that team is a very the mentality of that team is very college pete carroll runs that team like a college team so the guys Mm. on it are very immature but he keeps them in line but he's probably hanging with the guys, banging cheerleaders, banging fans, city mm-hmm. to city. He's So he has had pussy thrown at him his entire life. Why would he yeah. say no now? Especially when Gabby said, you got to do what you got to do. Right. And that's like she, for her, you know, she's comfortable with it. Right. Like, Some try your are. shit on. Yeah. See what you like. Exactly. But I don't think she'd be, I think that is the part she wouldn't be okay with is, well, then why would you tell me you love me if. And I think that's where it's going to blow up. I do too. I think that's, you know. And the way he said to Rachel, I love you too, when he yelled to her when she was on the balcony and said, I'm going to miss you was very intimately. He, yeah. it was very misleading. And I, very, if, if I was on the re, if, as I'm watching this, if mm-hmm. I was on the receiving end of that attention, I would think I was the winner. Me too. Me too. I would, hands down. Why wouldn't I? R- exactly. Why wouldn't I? Especially after he's probably fucking her all night long. I love you, baby. Yeah, oh, I like love that you so one much. dude with the accent on Nick's podcast. <laughs> I love that guy. I do too. He's like, you know, they probably laid there for eight hours. I love you. I love you. <laughs> but which it's true, though. It and is. Th- I think that's what's bothersome. It's that the emotionally leading them on. Mm-hmm. Now, like, don't do that. No. Now, I would like to discuss with you something that I see floating around quite a bit. And today and last night and people are bringing it up. And I I think it's a good conversation to have because it shows 
the other side. Um, when Hannah Brown was the bachelorette, mm-hmm. it came down to three people. Luke, Tyler, Cameron, and it was Luke Pell, Tyler Cameron, and Jed Wyatt. Uh, Jed was who she ended up with, which I told you that shit show. And when I think I think Luke was second, he was the middleman. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't know if he was first or second. I can't remember. Oh, no, he was second. Um, and Luke was very he was a very he was a very religious man. Mm-hmm. And he had said that he he had re-virginized himself and was saving himself for marriage because Mm -hmm. he was a born again Christian. And that was the, you know, that was where her draw was to him, I believe, because she's a, she is a very devout Christian. So Mm -hmm. she, um, she, she gelled with him that way. They prayed Mm -hmm. together and whatnot. Um, And he leading up to the season, he was a villain he was um he was prideful he was nasty to the guys he was like a male Shanae. and we no one could believe he had made made it that far but he was mm-hmm. just so good at pouting and making her think that everybody else was lying mm-hmm. so when it came down to again the dinner scene the night of the fantasy suites Mm-hmm. He says to her, basically, he goes into this whole religious thing and very pompously says, and if you were to have sex with other men, that's a deal breaker for me. And I sent you the clip. I don't know if you watched yeah, it. Yeah, I watched it. And the way he acted and then and then he tried to backtrack when she, oh, yeah, he w- did. When she gave him pushback. But people are saying well this is no different than hannah giving luke the boot for what he did when he no he shamed her he did he and i i i responded and it's very different he told her that she would basically go to hell and jesus wouldn't love her if she had sex with other men before marriage and basically called her a whore yeah that's what pissed her off Susie didn't shame no she didn't she was having a conversation right She was not shaming. She was not mean. She was level. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that um, what Hannah said at the time, and I don't know if it was in interviews or whatnot, or even in that, like, what they didn't show you that I sent you in that clip. Yeah. She had gotten, like, she had really... She had put her neck out for him over and over and over again, and no mm-hmm. one could understand why. And this was, it was like at this moment, she finally saw who he was. Yeah. So that's when she sent him packing and said, no, bud, buddy, by the way, I fucked in a windmill. I, you know, because <laughs> she fucked Pilot Pete. That was the standing, that was the standing joke then is that she fucked Pilot Pete in the windmill. And then she said, oh my God. Not only once, but twice. And yeah. then on the after the final rose, they they asked her. They said, "Was it really twice?" And she goes, "No, it was actually three times." <laughs> but that's no, so funny. So I think that you know, 
that com- I felt like this conversation needed to be had just because, you know, it's not the same. The situation it's, leading up. It's totally different. And she didn't gaslight him. She no, spoke she her did piece not. Very elegantly. Yes. Yeah. She did not gaslight him. No. At all. Mm-mm. At all. No. Clayton made it all about him and not, he wasn't holding her and hugging her saying, this must be so hard. Mm -mm, No. I'm so sorry. No, you ruined it. You big baby. You don't want to give Clayton what he wants. I'm going to stomp off. When Ben Higgins, um, when his season came down to the end, um, he... It came down between Lauren and JoJo. Mm. And I believe they had their overnights. And I believe this thing happened like after the overnights. But Mm. he was truly torn. He told them both he loved him, loved them. And Mm. he was truly torn. And there was a scene where he... They were they went in the bathroom so that the mics couldn't really follow them. Mm-hmm. And you could see from a distance they were both sitting in the shower on the floor, but the water wasn't on. Mm-hmm. And she was sobbing and sobbing. And he was hugging her, saying to her, I know this is so hard. I am so sorry that you you have to go through this. And mm-hmm. I do love you. And I don't know that he said that he loved the other girl or, but I think she knew they might've edited it out that she knew that his heart was torn in two places. Yeah. But he, he was very transparent about it and he comforted her. He didn't gaslight the fuck See, out that's, of her. That's, that's the whole thing. What? He didn't gas. He was transparent. He was honest and he was comforting her, validating it. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking emotional shit show. And my God, I am so sorry. And I'm in it with you, right? But he didn't. Uh, he didn't console her at all. No, he, he acted like she was a fucking piece of shit for even requiring that of him. Yeah, he's probably the type of guy when he was young that if God forbid he knocked up a girl, he looked at her and said, "It's not mine. It's your fucking problem," and walked away. It's. I mean. I I don't know. He needs to go into Woodsack. That's all I can say. The guy needs some therapy. That's all I have to say. I mean, this... And, you know, yes, we know the producers manipulate a lot. But at the end of the day, bitch, your actions are your actions. And, and you're, you're going to have to own them. And your words are your words. Yeah. They, you know, he... They didn't put those... That wasn't scripted. They didn't make him do anything. They didn't no. make him react that way to a girl who honestly did nothing wrong and nothing has been nothing but a delight and an angel. She hasn't caused you any trouble. You think they're going to make her the next Bachelorette? I do. I do too. Um, I think that they are um, because of how Nick talked about her and I think he has the mm. inside ear. I yeah. think that... They, I love the way they described her as the teacher and Gabby as the substitute. Yeah. I think Gabby would make a great bachelorette also because she would bring a lot of fun like Caitlin Bristow did to it. Yeah, that's what they said, though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But and I think either one will give a great show. I am more partial to Gabby because I feel it will be more fun. 
Um, I, yeah. I, I think Sarah is very sweet and she's obviously very smart and she's very talented. She's a photographer. Um, but who? Sarah. I'm, I'm sorry, Susie. I'm like, who the fuck is I said, Sarah? I don't know I why I said that Sarah. Bitch bounce. I'm Susie. <laughs> Susie's very talented. She's a photographer. No, she yeah. really is. And she's just a good human being. She really, really is. She is. I think her season will be very similar to Hannah Brown's. Mm. But, um, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. I wonder if they haven't made a decision on it yet. Um, because of circumstances if it's a done deal right I'm, I'm like if thinking, they're waiting to see how the rest of this shit falls apart i mean by the way nick said that on his podcast that i want i, I always feel like i have to clarify on his podcast like no he didn't call me up and tell me i wish he would yeah I, know. I would like to be friends with him but um no by the way he said that they've invited all the bachelor alums to the audience to be in the audience that day because of how bad it is going to be when all this goes down. Like someone's, oh and he said they're getting the second, they're getting the runner up or whatever. And that's going to be one angry woman. I know. Yeah. I don't see that being Gabby. I mean, I don't see it being um, Rachel. I don't feel like she would be angry. I feel like she would be upset and hurt, but I don't feel like she would be angry. I think Gabby is going to be the angry one. I guess we'll see. I don't even want to speculate at this point. At the, yeah, at this point, God it's only knows. It's exhausting, and I'm almost sick of it at this point. I'm at a loss. All the spoilers said that it was going to be Susie in the end. I can't even imagine what else could have happened for it to be much worse than last night. I really I, can't. I'm afraid because literally... I don't know. Clayton should have went and like changed his identity. He's off social. He said he was going off social media this week. He better this week. It needs to be longer than that, bro. He needs to go in the witness protection program. He does contact the FBI, man. Yeah, I mean, he's really screwed the pooch. That guy's because I'm serious, and it's not like he's a guy that just blends in. No, not only is that guy not going to be get another girl again, but. He will, he will but, but he's, uh, I don't see anybody wanting him to work for their companies. It's. I know, I thought about that. It's no wonder I he thought moved. how it, he has literally made it, he's not even employable anymore. No, he's not. And, not until a bunch of, until enough shit happens to where somebody might forget about him. And you know, this franchise has just... They've got what they want out of him, and now they're going to spit him out. He won't be invited to anything. No. No one will want him there. No. And it will be from his behavior and Mm -hmm. how he was treating people. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. That's what I think. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in... And I'm curious as to what is going to transpire and it doesn't look good from the previews. And I don't know. I don't know what more can be said other than it was just heartbreaking for Susie. I really do feel for her. Um, She didn't deserve that. Not in the least, but nobody does. Even Shanae didn't deserve, wouldn't have deserved that. That no one does. No. 
No one. And think, this isn't even because you can't pay the mortgage. Right. This isn't because your kid's fucking fucking running up your goddamn Xbox fucking play card <laughs> bill and all that other shit. Some asshole let his friend use a hotspot, runs up a cell phone bill. Like, no, this is minute shit, Clayton. Yeah. Can you imagine real world problems, how he acts? That's what I'm saying. Like, Wait till she goes to, uh, to you your, know, mall you know, and spends too much money on his gold card. Yeah. Or, you know, he's got a son and he sent a dick pic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, like, boo-hoo, Clayton, if I would have known. I would have not fucked everybody if I knew I couldn't have had you in the end, Susie. You know, it makes me wonder if he could be faithful. It makes me wonder if he could be faithful in a marriage. Dude, I don't even know. He's just all about Clayton. All about Clayton. All about Clayton. I mean, to not even hug her. And she's like sobbing. Yeah, it was it was really heartbreaking. It was. It, it was just, you don't treat an animal that way. Like, you wouldn't, and, and I, I know, like, no, I wouldn't treat my animal that way. But, like, you don't even treat the most vicious animal that way. It, it's just repulsive. It, it really is. I, it's it's, it's repulsive. I'm just disgusted with all of it at this point. And, and I'm not surprised. And with the producers for orchestrating this fuck fest of hell and hurt and hate. Yeah. Mike Fleiss, the producer, the executive producer, tweeted today, remember to be, remember to be kind to both parties. Really, dude? Because you're the fucking one who lit the fucking fire with this shit show. You poured gas, and then you poured gasoline on the flames. Oh, please. And then threw a fucking fireworks in the middle of it. Yeah. I mean. That didn't really come out right, but it was blowing. He's blowing shit up. mm -hmm. And I understand you want ratings, but this is just to the point. I'm exhausted. It's terrible. People should not be allowed to treat other people this way. No, it's diabolical. It is. It's fucked up. Well. I'm done. On that note. <laughs> Fuck you, Clayton. Well, I guess we'll see next week what transpires. I am anxious. I am too. It's going to be a long week. I am very, very curious week. as to what is actually going to happen with who. I don't think we've seen the last of Susie. I do agree with that. I don't think we have seen the last of Susie. I don't know what would anything that would come uh, you of know that, I but... not to speculate because we've been wrong this entire time, but I wonder if he doesn't end up choosing Gabby and then <laughs> and then going back to Sue and then Susie comes knocking and he dumps Gabby for Susie and then Susie dumps him. Oh, that's a pretty good theory. I've seen, you know, stranger things have happened. Like Pete, he, Maddie left because he had sex with the other girls. He chose the one and then couldn't think about, stop thinking about Maddie. So he dumped the one. He went back to Maddie. Then Maddie dumped him. You just, you don't know. The drama. Oh, the drama. The drama. Always with the drama. 
Like, I like certain amounts of drama, but this is just, well, I think it's because it's past drama. It's abusive. That's it's, what it is. It's toxic. You know what it is, is you're seeing people, you're seeing girls get hurt. It is. And you're like, seeing their pain. really hurt. You're seeing their pain. And you're seeing and, manipulation. And this poor girl literally talking her to herself as cause he's not listening as she's going to the car saying Clayton I'm so sorry I ruined this oh my god I'm so stupid I shouldn't have said anything and she's blaming herself can you imagine well, why her? wouldn't she he just made it her fault can you imagine that poor girl alone in the hotel room that night no I really hope they had someone on suicide watch because a weak person that would be the end of them it would be. No, seriously. I'm not making a joke. That's like a serious. No, it's true. I would have hate to be that poor girl that night in that hotel room. And so heartbroken. Yeah. And shocked. Probably shocked. Very. Because again, Clayton it, and has told them nothing about himself. No, he has nothing. He has revealed nothing. Nothing. There were whispers and I, we read them, and Alex found them online, and we talked about them in the early podcasts, that there was a girl, there was one girl who, she, it, it, it came down really quickly. I don't know if, produ- if the mafia producers got to her, but mm-hmm. basically, she saw on social media that someone this is back in college or like pre-bachelor, maybe mm-hmm. NFL-ish, is that one of her girlfriends was friends with him, like Instagram friends or something. Mm-hmm. And she reached out to this girl and said, hey, I saw you're friends with Clayton at Eckert. I hope you're not dating him. I have a friend that dated him and it was really bad news. He's, you know this this and this this is what happened so i just you know i don't care what you do but i just wanted to you know warn you girl that he please stay you you might want to stay away from him because it ended badly with him and my friend Mm -hmm. and look if that's true then god knows there's a lot of truth ringing to that now don't you think yes there is and i have a feeling we're gonna see a lot more people come forward i have a feeling too i think Things are just ex- revealing themselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't realize we'd go on for 45 minutes, but here we are. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, I look forward to um, seeing what happens next week. And I look forward to wrap it, wrapping up with you. The Love is Blind. <laughs> I'm looking series. forward to wrapping up this <laughs> episode jesus lord i'm looking forward to <laughs> tomorrow fuck you i'm looking forward to the weekend what are you looking sleep. forward to jenny i'm looking forward to a lot of things <laughs> none of them being work tomorrow until next week that's all i've got and that's all folks thank you ladies as always for inviting me to be a part of this Thank you, Alex, for joining us, even though this evening we didn't let you get much in. (laughs) Good night. Bye. Goodbye. Have a good night, day, whatever it is, everybody. 
Goodbye.